Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 40 of the False Prophets podcast. And spring is finally here. It's warm outside, it's beautiful, and it's just in time for a nuclear war. Oh my gosh, this stuff is crazy. You know, this guy, this Kim Jong-un guy, for a guy who looks like the world's tallest baby, he really does have some balls on him, you know? I, I don't know if it's if it's maybe just a seasonal thing, like I said, you know, the springtime is here. I don't know if that's like a, it's like a rule, it's almost like a, like, kind of like a fashion rule in the same way that there's no white after Labor Day, you know? There's no nuclear ballistics missiles until... April, you know, I'm, I I don't know what he's thinking, but this guy is crazy. If you guys haven't heard, uh, China just issued a state of emergency, and I I mean, sorry, not China, Japan, a uh, issued a state of emergency in northern Japan. Um, it, they quickly called it off, I think, after a few hours. Uh, but uh, Kim Jong Un has been sparking stuff up up there, man. He is uh, dare I call Kim Jong Un Asian Kanye? This guy is a risk taker. He is a trendsetter. He is the type of guy. He's a he's a disruptor is what he is, you know, he's a disruptor. He has been throwing ballistics missiles constantly, right? This isn't the only time this guy's been doing this stuff. He's been shooting off little things, doing exercises forever, you know, and now he's picking on Japan. Now he's now he's throwing paper planes at Japan, you know, and Japan used to be a big, bad boss. OK, until, you know, uh, as Dave Chappelle said, we blasted them into Hello Kitty. You know, <laughs> they used to be the big, bad boss. Now they're on punishment. And it's almost like we're in a classroom. Right. And like, you know, the kid that used to cause all the trouble now has to sit in the front of the class. Right. And the kids who are still in the back of the class are throwing paper planes at him. They're throwing spitballs at him, but he can't react. He can't do anything. You know, everybody's going to look at him all crazy. Right. He doesn't want to go back to detention. Not again. You know, that's what that's what they're doing. to him. I feel bad. I feel bad for Japan. I feel bad for the fucking world. I don't know what's going to happen right now. This shit is fucking wild. You know, I thought Creed three was exciting. Okay, (laughs) I don't know what's going on right now. This shit is crazy, dude. This shit is fucking crazy. You know, uh, that Kim Jong-un, I, you know, I, I, I do want to say shout out to nepotism. You know, this it's rare that nepotism actually works where the, the son actually ends up doing better than his father. You know what I mean? Like, right. Didn't we, I feel like we were all, maybe it's just me, but I feel like we were all skeptical of Kim Jong-un when he first came on the scene. Am I, am I crazy? Am I crazy or am I or am I right? You know, I feel like we were all kind of skeptical of him. We had this vibe of like, because Kim Jong Il was our was our guy. You know, Kim Jong Il was famous. Oh, this guy, he's badass. All he does is wear these, you know, these gray suits. You know, he's in he's in Team America. He's the main villain in Team America. This dude, he's the one who really put North Korea on the fucking map. You know, I didn't know really much about North Korea until Kim Jong Il. You know, you're like, this guy is some fucking, he's a, he's a different level of fucking motherfucker. You know, it was notorious. You're like, this is, this is the guy, right? You you think he's college dropout. You know, he's the original, he's college dropout. But I gotta say, Kim Jong-un, he's my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. You know what I mean? He's this guy. He took, he took tyranny to another level of artistry that is just, mwah, just, mwah. oh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. You know, I, I thought when he stepped on the scene, he was going to be more like a, a Colin Hanks type guy, you know, where it's like, yeah, he's fun, but he's he's not his dad. You know, he's not his dad. This guy, he's made a name for himself. I'm proud. I, I, I want to say, Kim, Kim, if you're watching this, I'm, I'm proud of you, buddy. You are causing some fucking trouble out there. Jesus.
who knows what's gonna happen with this world dude you know fucking biden's already out of here i don't know if you guys heard i don't know if you saw have you seen this you heard about this you seen this this guy uh the, the, the there's a special plane that the u.s government uses for the president that's pretty much restricted for only if there is you know a high high possibility of nuclear war and uh supposedly that plane was seen flying over whales so i you know that's uh, something tells me that's not a good sign right like like joe biden's kind of uh kind of like the guy who you know he's that one friend who always comes to the bar but never has any money you know and he always leaves before the bill gets there right <laughs> or there's a bunch of drinks right he gets to kate so you're not like super super suspicious you're like ah whatever he's just drinking i'm drinking you know we have her tabs whatever little do you know he has no tab okay little do you know he's gonna be leaving in about 25 minutes okay and he but he didn't he didn't tell you he's leaving he just said he's going to the bathroom but that guy's gone that guy's gone and the worst part about joe biden too is he has dementia so he's old as fuck so he can use that excuse about he doesn't know what he's doing you know, I can just see it now. They're roasting him at the next fucking press conference. They're like, uh, Mr. Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, uh, you know, you were seen flying over whales. And he's just going to be like, whales? What are we? Come on, man. Come on, man. Whales? What are we? Yeah, we might be at war with China. You're talking about Flipper here? Come on. Free Willy. I it. Listen, I believe in freedom, but eh, 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 whales, I was never anywhere. I was never, you know, you'd never seen me pissing anywhere. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? You're just speaking gibberish. And he's like, all right, I'll see everybody later. And then, you know, he goes over, you know, he goes in the background or whatever, goes behind the stage. They deactivate his retarded president brain. You know, they power him down. <laughs> and the little elves that are slowly turning gears in his mind get to take a break and have a nice little coffee break. I'm assuming most things in the US government are basically just men in black at this point because it's it's so ridiculous. We're getting we're getting to such a ridiculous level of bullshit that it is uh, it is quite disheartening. On a good note though, food has gone down. Is everybody ready? Is everybody happy about that, right? Right? It's going to that's going to keep uh, you know, the rest of us common folk a little bit calmer, right? The price of food has gone down uh pretty uh pretty not dramatically, but it, it, it it's decent. You can buy a couple ham sandwiches, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? You can buy a couple ham sandwiches nowadays. Eggs have uh decreased, which uh, you know, eggs are making a comeback. I feel like eggs made a comeback quicker than Kanye made a comeback. Eggs all they had to do, all they had to do was apologize, and they were just welcomed right back into the fold. You know, as soon as eggs racked up their prices, right, they decided they wanted better. We were like, okay, fuck eggs. You know, people started painting potatoes on Easter and shit. That's when eggs knew they were like, I, we got to get back to what we do best: being cheap as fuck and uh, being the best thing for poor people. <laughs> you know, as a as an eating option. And I respect it. I respect it. Eggs, I, I respect you for knowing your demographic and finally humbling yourself back to where you're supposed to be, next to bacon, right? Which is like, you know, slightly expensive at times, but not too crazy. Eggs is always the cheapest thing. When, you know, they're making it expensive. It, it, come on. No one likes eggs enough for you to make them $8. Am I crazy? I'm not... I, like eggs are only good if they're with something. Why are you eating eight? I'm paying eight dollars for these eggs. Get the fuck out of here. I'm so I'm, I'm glad you learned your place. Okay, and you better fucking watch it. Okay, eggs. You better fucking watch it. 
fucking watching you, buddy. I'm watching you, dude. This shit's wild. I know. I'm out of it. I'm acting crazy. <laughs> I'm out of my fucking mind. I'm still in my aunt's house, you know. I don't know I don't know when I'm gonna go back. I might just live here forever. Right? That's a ter that's a fucking terrible thing. She does not want me to say that, uh, believe me. But I, I'm here, still in Scouts Plains, New Jersey, hanging out, living life, chilling, and it is boring as fuck. I forgot how boring the suburbs are. You know? Yeah, I, I <laughs> you know, I you know, when I was when I was younger and I didn't have anything, right? I had no real mental stimulation. I didn't know that it was boring, right? I thought walking to Quick Check was, you know, a uh, was like going to Disney World. <laughs> to me, that was the funnest thing you could ever do with your entire life, you know. But now that I've lived in New York for ten years, I've done cocaine and I've eaten ass, my tastes are a little bit different, as you say. You know, <laughs> my tastes have gone a little bit sophisticated, you know, it takes more than a Taylor ham, egg and cheese to get me to have a good time, you know, and I, I, I feel bad about it. I feel bad about it. I feel like I'm not appreciating my roots enough. You know, I feel like I'm, I, I'm this fucking take it for granted piece of shit New Yorker. And maybe I am, maybe I am, but you know what? I'm, I'm proud of it. All right. I like doing cocaine. I like eating ass. <laughs> Those are life's simple pleasures, and everybody should have that opportunity. Okay, hey, vote for me, all right? If everybody, if you vote for me today, and for president of the United States, every family will have a key bump of cocaine and enough ass to eat to hold them over for the winter. And that, and if you take one thing away today, it's that. All right, vote Risden, twenty twenty four. Hey, baby. <laughs> what else is happening? This is a we're we're in a weird time in this fucking country, dude. We're in a fucking weird time in this place, dude. Uh fucking uh I, I've been hearing nothing but just insane stories, right? Uh I've been hearing that there was uh there was a man recently in Florida, of course, uh who pulled out a machete and tried to uh uh tried to uh kill a bunch of people at a karaoke bar because they didn't uh, they didn't respect his karaoke request. Yes, that is true. So apparently, this guy. Apparently, this guy. Uh, he was running an event there. This isn't like this is a guy who's part of the establishment. That's why I love Florida too. It's like you come to New York, and the guy that's getting arrested for bringing in a machete is a customer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you go to Florida, and the guy who brings the machete is the manager. I like that. I like the upward mobility of that, you know? Crazy people need opportunities, too. And I, I think that's a really beautiful thing, you know? Not enough people talk about that, you know? Shit is nice. Shit is nice. Uh, <laughs> I just Florida, it's an interesting place, though. It's an interesting place. Uh, you know, I don't know if any of you guys have ever been, but it's just, uh, it's just a bunch of people from... It's the... It's the it's like the dumbest, gaudiest, like Long Island, New York, New Jersey trash, but they have money. <laughs> and then North Florida is just nothing but idiot fucking hillbillies. And it's such a funny like way to see like a state be formed, you know, because these two people, they're in a way they're they're just as stupid. They're they're both the same level of stupid, but at the same time, they, their values are so different, <laughs> you know? 
that they'll they're at each other's necks every day. I there's also something about Florida where it just feels like it just feels like you could disappear there. You know, it's like a mix of like jungle and swamp. You know, I feel like you can just go down there and not tell anybody your real name and you'll be fine. Right? <laughs> like I feel like Florida Florida is the East Coast version of Alaska, right? Where it's just <laughs> where it's like everybody's running away from something. Right, whether it's taxes, whether it's a divorce, right, whether it's a couple gun charges, I don't fucking know, but they're all running away from something, and I find that beautiful, you know, America, where people can dip out of their responsibilities at any time. It's a it's a beautiful thing. Even the president does it apparently. Flying over whales, what a piece of shit, <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so fucking weird. I, I try to, you know, I try not to get uh, too discouraged or, or uh, you know, care too much about all these things. I know I've been doing a lot of news stories. I mean, I, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep people informed, but I, you know, but at the same time, it, it fucking depresses me. It drives me nuts. I can't, you know, I, I feel like I'm dying doing it. You know what I mean? I talk shit about the news, but yet I am the news. I, you know, so, uh, you know, recently I've just been, uh, you know, trying to get into the stupidest things possible, uh, which if the stupidest things possible, uh, are, you know, mostly just internet and IG personalities. For instance, my favorite new personality is Woe Vicky. I don't know if you've ever heard of the talented, uh, extremely smart feminist Woe Vicky. Uh, she is a white woman who sounds far blacker than I do uh, and is hilarious yet troubling. Uh, she is very, very funny. She's very, very interesting. And she has sparked once again the rumor that Lil Nas X is not gay, which I love. I love. Can we? Can I just say, like, that's one of my favorite conspiracy theories, right? There's, like, QAnon, right? There's, like, JFK. And then there's little Nas X not being gay. Like, I feel like that's a fun thing. You know, I, I like that. I like that. I, I find a lot of entertainment in that. You can you can uh, you can spend so much time deep diving into that. It's a it's a fun one. I feel like little Nas X not being gay is the new Stevie Wonder can see. Does that make sense? Like it's it's fun, it's harmless, it's 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 not too crazy, you know. But it, but you get to waste a lot of time with your own life uh, instead of concentrating on you know things that actually matter, which is what I'm trying to do nowadays. Uh, yeah. So Woe Vicky, she was recently on a uh, a podcast. I don't even know which podcast. There's so fucking many. You know what I mean? There's so and they're all the same. I feel like every urban podcast is exactly the same, right? This is like one southern guy or, uh, you know, it's either it's either like the Vlad method, right, where you just have one person, it's on them, and there's somebody from behind the camera talking, and you just get the craziest guy. This this guy fucking stabbed someone in the neck and then pissed in the wound, part 53. <laughs> you know what I mean? Either that or it's like fresh and fit, where it's just like two, two dudes just screaming at women. Um, you know, it's uh, great, great stuff, but uh, she, she was on one of those. One of those podcasts, you know, they're all interchangeable at this point. But uh, they're asking her, they're like, "If you, do you think Lil Nas X gay? What you think about Lil Nas X? I feel like he needs Jesus. What about Lil Uzi? He needs Jesus too. I, they both definitely sold their soul. I wanted to say this about Lil Nas X. I got a few friends that went to school with him and they said he was never gay. So Are you I, serious? So I know for a fact, like what he doing is because 
like they told him like you gotta do this now if you want so, to so you feel like he not really gay like, i feel like ain't nobody really gay in jesus name amen she was like you know and she starts talking about like the whole like industry and everything which you know obviously she's talking about how like the industry is demonic and all that shit and blah 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 the nori door if you will welcome back folks check out dante's episode uh you know brings up the nori door always a fun topic of discussion um and how people do weird shit listen i you know as far as demonic shit goes i mean listen are people demonic uh yes do they actually believe in demons and satan no it's just something to be more shocking and to be weird and uh to be unique you know i think as like especially with like all sorts of like artists you know the, the they always have this weird urge to be more and more and more unique outside of their art which sucks because it's just like dude just do your art but they're like no i have to do my art dressed wearing devil horns and a and a you know in a pantsuit you know in a women's pantsuit it's like i what are you doing who are you sam smith why are you dressed like the devil what's going on why is this person in drag when they're not trans you know what i mean it's like what's going on what are we doing but that's part of the art i think once you get famous you start falling into this void of like how can i stand out more people already know i'm good but my but now okay so now i'm here and now i'm now i've kind of peaked or i'm plateauing i'm in that same realm where people just see me as good and if they pay attention to my work they'll actually you know maybe they'll buy it maybe they're not now all of my work depends on how good my work is you know and i think for most artists that's terrifying because for most artists it's all about networking and who you know and you know you know having having fun at the right parties and all that shit and once you get to a certain level where everybody knows you and now it's not just who you know it's are you actually good i think they get terrified and they start putting on devil horns and they start wearing fucking you know yeah, weird fucking you know crotchless pants and shit you know just <laughs> going to going to the grammys with no shirt on you know anything anything to get more attention because they're they're like please god don't ask me to make a great album you know <laughs> you know and i think i think that little nas x in a way kind of fills into that sector as well i like some of his music but i think he you know he trolls, he plays around, he does all that type of shit. So it makes people think like, yo, these guys are like legitimately worshiping the devil. That's that's the thing though, but it's hard to defend because you're you're almost sitting there and you're like, yo, like these people are worshiping the devil, but they don't actually believe in the devil. Does that make sense? Like they just think it's like a thing to do that's cool, that's interesting, but they don't actually believe that the nigga is real in any way, shape, or form. But they are doing it. You know? So I don't I don't even know what to make sense out of it, you know? And she's talking about, oh, you know, Will Vicky, she's like, Oh yeah, it's demonic and I almost feel I almost feel racist for I imitating her. That's how incredibly stereotypically black she sounds. That's what I was saying. I was saying that she sounds black. She doesn't sound black. She sounds stereotypically black. She sounds how a white woman would make a black girl sound even if a black girl was talking properly you know like you know how there's that like one black girl 
in like the fucking you know in like the white clique in like a suburban school or some shit right and she sounds just as white as all the other girls if you were to get one of her friends drunk and be like do an impression of erica they'd be like oh what's up girl how you doing girl what's up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. that's that's Vicky. That's what Vicky. Except it feels authentic, which is weird. It does feel authentic. And it like it feels so authentic that it almost creeps me out and I don't know what to do. She is something like I, I wish we could freeze her and put her in a time capsule so that when humanity is long gone and new beings are roaming this earth, they could see what an idiot actually is. <laughs> you know? They can get a reference for how far from grace humanity had fallen towards its end. You know? <laughs> that's that's my petition. I think it's great. And she's talking about it. So we're back to the little Nas X. She's talking about him being gay and shit. And, um, you know, and uh, she goes, uh, she goes, yeah, I knew him in school. I knew people who knew him in school. She knew people who knew him in school. So she's two degrees away, which is uh, always my favorite uh, type of speculation over here at the False Prophets podcast. <laughs> you know, I shoot from the hip. So does she. It's a beautiful thing. I think it's great. It's amazing for the Internet. Please, if there's anybody out here listening, please don't fact check anything. Please don't bother to hear anyone out. Please don't actually think anybody could be born gay, right? Because that's crazy. She is hilarious too. Because she was like, she goes, uh, she goes, um, uh, <laughs> she. They go like, oh, you think Lil Nas X is gay? And she's like, I don't think anybody's gay. You know, Jesus Christ ain't man. And I was like, all right, this woman, she has some goddamn conviction. I want to, I think I want Woe Vicky as my running mate, you know? So, like I said, a key bump and an ass, ass to eat for every family. Uh, and Woe Vicky will be on my side for the presidency. Uh, she'll be vice president. And her catchphrase will be Jesus Christ, amen. And I think that's how, that's how we get the black vote with me. <laughs> and we get the black vote with me. Right. Or or no, we get the liberal black vote with me. You know, let's be honest. OK, if if we want to if we want to get if we what well, we get the we get the uh, actually, no, no. It, uh, hmm, that's an interesting poll. Who <laughs> who can get more black support? Me or Will Vicky? That's you know that's something that I I want to know, but I also don't want to know because I feel like I would be disappointed. But we can get we can get the Midwest with her. We can get all the Midwest white people once it's just Jesus Christ, Amen. And then we get both of us can bring the black population together, and I think we would kill it. I think we would kill it. You know, fucking Will Vicky. She's an she's a goddamn inspiration. You know, I think I think uh, I think more women should be like her. You know, I've heard, I've even heard rumors that uh, she didn't speak like that when she was in high school. Uh, so I find that interesting. I want to know. I want to know her origin story so badly, so badly. You know, like I, I, I feel like she's the type. She like, <laughs> she was like a you know a regular white girl from Minneapolis, and then she tripped and fell in a radioactive bucket of fried chicken and out came whoa vicky <laughs> and she's here for our entertainment and i love it you know i love white people doing nigga shit so that's perfect for me you know what i mean like niggas need to stop doing nigga shit like you know 
I think that'd be great. Like, white people gentrify everything else black people do. Why don't you gentrify ignorance? That'd be great. And then we'll be done with it. And you guys can have all of it. I, I, I think that's perfect. I think that's fucking perfect. Thank you. Please do it. Please let that happen. Please take over, like, white people. If any of you are watching this, please take over doing nigga shit in the way that you took over doing rock and roll. If you take it like that, oh, my God. Bring it into the stratosphere, please, 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 please. You know, I want, I want, I want a young white kid, a young white kid to be the Led Zeppelin of doing nigga shit. You know what I mean? And it's happening too. I feel like because of the internet, everybody's becoming nigga now. You know, because of the internet, everybody wants to shine. Everybody wants a little bit of their their face out there. I saw two rich white men get into a fight, and bro, this white dude. Beat the brakes off that man. <laughs> he, started, he pulled off his shirt. They were fighting. Bro, a Range Rover. It slowed down and shit. Bro, it was wild. And I, you love to see it. You love to see the slow demise of America. And hopefully the rise of black America. Who knows? If they, if you guys go over there and then we can slowly take that and rise, I'm happy for it. I'm happy for it, you know. <laughs> I feel like that's a that's a good time. Hold on, let me get some. Uh, where's my drink? <sighs> I've been busy podcasting my ass off. I need some electrolytes, you know. You gotta stay uh, stay thirsty, friends. Stay thirsty. What else is up for this? Uh, what else is happening? Back to, back to Japan, and uh, the whole oh, uh, nuclear holocaust that is impending over us. Uh, I, I, who knows what's gonna happen? You know, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm honestly thinking about leaving this country. You know what I mean? Like I wanna, I wanna. I'm thinking about going to the UK, which I feel like is almost like Europe's Florida. You know what I mean? Because, like, we over here in New York, in America, because we have, like, this American accent and we have, like, idiots and, and shootings and all sorts of dumb shit. You know what I mean? We see them with their accents as, like, oh, wow, that's amazing. But then you hear people talk about the UK. Like, I know a lot of other Europeans and they're like, the fucking English are fucking idiots. And so something tells me, I'm like, that's a place where, you know, if every, I, I need to live in the type of place where everybody thinks that the people who live there are idiots. That's the only way that I can survive and feel like I'm at home. You know, I need to be in a place that has tons of political power, yet everybody living in that area feels that that place should have no political power or political say whatsoever. You know, you know I need an America part two if you will, you know, because things are, things are fucking crumbling over here, uh, you know, uh, fucking, I don't know if you heard, but Walmart is shutting down about half of their locations, which, you know, that's terrible, that's terrible, where are fat Midwestern people gonna go to pretend that they provide for their family, right, where, where is a 600 pound woman gonna go to, pretend that she's buying vegetables but truly buy eight boxes of honey nut cheerios and three xboxes okay and a handgun i mean come on come on 
That's the wildest thing about Walmart that you learn in like this South. They sell guns in Walmart. They sell guns. That's what America America is I feel like we're so used to just ourselves and it's such a big place that we fall into the trap of thinking that some of the things we do are normal. For instance, the gun thing. And listen, I'm not a guy who's against guns, actually. I think that guns should be allowed. I think Americans have the right to own guns. I mean, bro, there's parts of this country that are just so fucking remote. You have to have a gun. You know what I mean? Like, you have to. But I don't think you should be able to have an AR-15. I think there needs to be a couple restrictions. And, uh, you know, maybe don't have them at Walmart next to the Pizza Hut Express? Maybe? Come on, uh, don't do that. Am I crazy? You know, I, I feel like, like you should have it in the same way that it's like a liquor store or something. You should, come on, what are we doing here? And that's like, that's our biggest blind spot, I think, is all these fucking like, is, is gun violence. I read in an article, and by read, I mean watched on CNN for two seconds while I scrolled through my iPhone, that uh, there's a new study that says 54% of Americans have uh, had some sort of in, uh, incident relating to gun violence. 19% have had uh, a relative or someone that they know that has been injured from gun violence. And 17% have seen someone be shot right in front of them. And, uh, you know, uh, there's, those are some, uh, there's some serious numbers. Okay. <laughs> and the worst part is too, is like the way that people combat like gun violence and shit. And they say like, Oh, well, if you make them, if you make these guns or that type of gun illegal, like there's just going to be a black market for it or whatever. It's like, yeah, okay. I'm fine. Like, listen, when, when I'm talking about gun violence and gun laws and all that shit, I'm not really talking about general gun violence as far as, like, gangs and, like, illegal shit, like robberies and stuff. I'm talking about just strictly making it harder for the average person to do a mass shooting. Because the simple, the simple you know, explanation for all this shit, really, is that if you made it harder or damn near impossible for a random nerdy fucking white dude to buy an AR-15 and a fucking AK-47 or whatever, um, he's not going to go to, he's not going to go to fucking the Bronx to buy one from a arms dealer. Like, bro, he doesn't, he doesn't know any of those guys and how to really get one. And, and bro, by then, if he's, if he, uh, bro, like <laughs> if some, if some nerdy white high school kid in Chicago, you know, actually makes the effort to go to fucking O Block and talk to the right dude and get pointed to go over there and go through some building and do the special knock and talk to the nigga and get and look through a gallery of fucking guns and everything and get that and bring it to school, then by all means, let the nigga, you know what I mean? He earned it, okay? Still not cool. I do not condone it. I condone no sort of violence whatsoever. But that is putting in your Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours, okay? Let's just, let's just call, like, give it a bean, okay? That's putting in that work, all right? But, like, if, you know, like, that's a thousand times harder than just walking into a place and, you know, being like, hey, let me get that, 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 and that. No one asking any questions. No one asking what your mental well-being is and letting you walk out with an arsenal that you could just take anywhere. You know, I think we need to smarten up a little bit about this shit because if we don't, people like Woe Vicky are going to be in danger, 
right? The most important people in the American government, the people who affect our lives the most, like Woe Vicky, are going to be at risk. And that is not okay. And if there's one thing you take from this podcast tonight, it's that we need to fix gun laws so we can protect the people that matter. Okay? Thank you. This has been the False Prophets Podcast. I've been Phil Risden. Stay safe out there. Peace.